Reese, Bibbs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. This is episode 101, no Dalmatians, and episode 69 of the season. Nice. I am one of your hosts, Mike Bibbins, joined as always by my co-host, Maurice Williams. At Bibbs Corner on Twitter is where you can find me, at Reese on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Black Planet is where you can find Reese. And uh, <clears throat> this is our first panel of the offseason. We plan to be doing these a lot more going forward. But this is the first one, and I, I couldn't be more pleased than to bring these guests on for this particular subject. Joined by one person who is actually very much responsible for this podcast existing, Dwight, and the TV star herself, Young SJ, SJ Basketball. I'll let them introduce their their Twitter handles, wherever you can find them, as well as uh, the podcast that y'all need to be following. It's, it's one of my only Mavs consistent listings as far as Mavs podcast. 21 going on 77. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, Dwight, how you doing? Man, I'm doing good, brother. How you feeling? Um, I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling okay. Um, okay. I'm thinking about Monday, but you know, other than that, I'm I'm surviving. Man, yeah, um, Monday is coming up quick. I'm, I'm right there with you. So I jump into it. You know, I feel like there's a lot of crossover with our listenership. But you know, I'm Dwight at five one seven two two one four. One half for the duo uh, of twenty one going on seventy seven. Pretty much the only social media I got that I feel comfortable sharing with the public is my Twitter. So yeah, go ahead. If some people don't listen to this, listen to ours, go ahead and follow uh, follow me on the on the Bird app. Go ahead and lock in and subscribe to us. And that's 517TO214. There we go. Yes, sir. <laughs> SJ, SJ Basketball 8, I believe. I know you had a burner for a minute due to some legal <laughs> issues. But, but How you Multimedia doing? superstar. Oh, my God. No. Hi. Yeah, it's just, just SJ at SJ Basketball 8. Um, The burner, you don't have to worry about. I, I won't go to it unless I'm, you know, locked up in that bird app jail <laughs> uh, which might happen we don't know but um yeah so at sj basketball eight i am the other half of 21 going on 77 the other co-host so again yeah if you're not following make sure you check us out subscribe give us likes all that okay you're not gonna shout out the hoops just like what, what are we doing <laughs> I'm. Man, I, I was. Baby, come on. I was She's getting the plugin, man. Like, I was about to say I was getting there, but I'm also not used to plugging. So, I also have hoopstresses. It's a. I don't even know what to call us. Um, we're like uh, I don't want. Yeah, like a collection of you know dope women who make dope content. That's kind of our you know tagline. But yeah, so check us out. Um, we have our spaces at the buzzer. I'm powered by buzzer every Monday, um, eight thirty during the finals. Um, sometimes eight p.m. It depends. So eight p.m. on Mondays. Check us out at at the buzzer um, on Twitter Spaces, and we also pop up, you know, different media spaces. Um, so check out brother from another 
the latest episode if you want to see a full Hoopstresses takeover. And you can catch that on uh, YouTube on the replay, right? Yeah, YouTube, Peacock. Um, I think Peacock might have the replay, but yeah, it's YouTube. On demand or something like that. Yeah, on demand on Peacock. And YouTube has the full replay if you want to just watch it in full. Yeah, so I definitely snuck out uh, to try <laughs> to catch some of it. Uh, definitely proud of y'all. Uh, excited to see y'all do big things. Um, of course, I had a meeting actually pop up right before you came on, but I did catch you on the replay. So again, uh, awesome, awesome to see y'all on there talking basketball. And, you know, again, thankful that both of y'all can make it here for this particular discussion. Um, Reese, did you want to did you want to uh, catch us up or, or should we just go straight into it? I mean, I was I thought I thought you was about to introduce me. I wasn't. <laughs> You know what? You just told well, the people I'm on Black Planet. I ain't even get the chance to defend myself. I ain't. I, man, Black Planet before no. both of y'all time. What y'all know about that? I was about to say, I have no idea what that is. So. Was, I was crossing over into that. I'm going to be honest. If KD was on Black Planet, it wasn't before my time. I mean, we just, yeah. I'm going to say I'm it was KD, so. I thought you was older. No, nah, I'm pretty sure he was a year ahead of me, actually, now. Think about it. Uh, But. Yeah, first of all, uh, I thought you weren't going to get into no no bullshit, but you did to open the show. But now that that's out of the way, hopefully uh, we can get into this conversation. So, yeah, I mean, I'm ready, man. You know, okay, this won't okay. be fun. Yeah, this should be very, very fun. Uh, so <clears throat> as you've seen from the title, as you've seen from the show notes, this is the Jalen Brunson conversation. And uh, something I personally have avoided intentionally on the timeline because I feel like it's more complex than, than I'm, I'm able to say in 140, 280 characters, whatever. Um, but I know at least the two of you have been very vocal in the Jalen Brunson conversation, which is why we wanted to bring you on here to say your piece, to, to defend your air points, defend your, your, your stance, and, and really let it be known, you know, why, why Jalen Brunson is the, 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 the key, the answer. Uh, I'll let you start at age SJ. Uh, tell us, tell us your stance on the on the Jalen Brunson situation, just as a holistic, holistic, uh, I guess point. Um, well, I mean, I feel like the starting point of the conversation, where I don't understand where why there's debate, is him coming back this summer. I feel like there should be no debate around that point. Like he has to come back. Like we can't replace him. Like there, like I don't care about all the other you know point of views as to why he shouldn't come back like it doesn't matter like he has to come back at that point so i guess that's the starting point like he has to come back and a lot of people the people who don't want him to come back they're talking about you know him not being a you know second option like a real second option and all that like that doesn't matter like i i my issue with the whole off-season talk is like us as fans we say a lot of shit <laughs> like we want a lot of people we want the whole damn league on the team you know just what fans do but at, if you're passionately talking about something and if you're trying to talk about something in a realistic way you have to be a realistic all around so you can't be talking about the offseason realistically what we need to do to take the next step and you're telling me about fucking Giannis, Zach Levine. Like, you're, you're talking about, you know, pe- players that we will never get, you know? So I'm like, can we be realistic? Okay, if Jalen Brunson walks, like, walks, no sign and trade, he just goes. Who are we replacing him with? People are telling me Zach Levine. Like, let's be serious. So if he walks, we can't replace him with anybody. That's number one. And 
who cares if he's not a real sec- like second option? Who cares at that point? Like, we still need to have pieces at the end of the day. And Jalen Brunson is a damn good piece to have <laughs> on a championship team. So I feel like you get him now and worry about like the rest later. Um, so yeah, in that case, I just think he he has to come back to the team. And we're talking about a certain number. People are, you know, they're pocket watching. They're trying to, you know, they're they're pre- we'll get into all that. Yeah, they're trying to talk about his money. Yeah, I'm not gonna say too much, but like they're trying to pocket watch. And I'm not. I don't think people realize like how much like second options and even third options are getting. <laughs> like I don't think they get that. Um, but all in all, my point is, or my overall view is that Brunson has to come back, and I don't think there's any debate from any party that should be happening around that the idea of him not being here is not something that you're trying to think about yeah that at at all (laughs) like at all i can respect that i can respect that dwight are you pretty much on the same page as sj or you have a little bit of a different take on that i I would say i pretty much agree um i think like from a holistic standpoint you know we we fight on the timeline about no one wants to play with luca Yada yada yada. Fam, if Jalen Brunson walked to New York versus staying here or legitimately don't want to be here, I think you're gonna have to start paying some of that some credence, right? Even though we know like usage rate and all that other good stuff, Jalen had the ball as much as any super line, a star. He had the ball a lot in the playoffs. So I don't think that's real, but y'all know how it goes, and I think you know, whether we like it or not, Luca, I don't think is easy to build around. I'm sure we'll dig into that later. And I think a player, I mean, Jalen basically said it, a player needs to be able to play without getting, needing the ball to stay in rhythm if you're going to play with Luca. Because Luca's going, I don't think Luca's changing how much he has the ball no matter what. Okay. So, and again, like already with the two, what the two of you have said, it's clear it's not a black and white issue. There's a whole lot of different layers to this situation. And it sounded like one of the mid points that you brought up that I hadn't heard yet was the idea of the Luca narratives. And if Jalen Brunson, who's been here the entire time Luke has been here, decides I got to go somewhere else to be me, that's not going to be a good look for the whole people don't like playing with Luca narrative. So I can definitely get on board with that too. Reese, what's your big overarching thought when it comes to the Jalen Brunson situation? Um, to to put it bluntly into one statement, he has to come back. Uh, the Mavs put themselves in a position where they like literally and figuratively cannot afford for him to walk. Like him being an unrestricted free agent uh, fucks up a lot of, a lot of uh, their plans to possibly bring him back because it's not in their hands. And it's also the fact that if he walks, we're still over the cap. If we sign him back for whatever amount, we're still over the cap. So your most likely, your best situation is to bring this guy back, pay him what you need to pay him, whether it be 20 million, 22, 25, pay him. Obviously, he's he's proved this year that he can be the second ball handler. Uh, I don't know if you remember before the season started, I said, I think he may be able to be our second ball handler. I didn't think he was going to do this like he did in the playoffs. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that, but I knew he had the potential and I didn't even expect it to skyrocket the way it did this season. 
but they've put themselves in this position. You have to bring him back. You have to give him what he wants because if you don't, the team is getting much worse. Like SJ said, who are you bringing in to replace him realistically? Like looking at the free agent targets, there's really nobody on in free agency that can give you what Jalen Brunson gives you. Like, you know, and Luka isn't, when Luka's there, sure, Luka's going to give you those buckets. You need Jalen Brunson to come in and give you those buckets. I was on him this season about, man, when he's playing with Luka, he's only giving you 16 points per game sometimes. He upped those numbers in the playoffs where we needed it the most. Obviously, the 16 points wasn't bothering us in the regular season. We finished with the fourth seed. Playoffs came, he stepped his game up. That's what you want from a quote-unquote second star. Do I think he's a second star? I don't. But he's the best we got right now. Okay. It's kind of like the foot. It's kind of like a football thing. Like, I mean, I don't want to <laughs> jump sports, but uh, I don't know a quarterback off the top of my head. I'll use my Saints for instance, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston is a cool quarterback, starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. Jameis Winston is not a franchise quarterback just because he's the best quarterback on the team. Jalen Brunson isn't necessarily a second star, but he is the second best player on the team by far. So you letting your second best player walk and not getting anything back. The only way you let him walk is if Zach Levine says, hey, I want to come to Dallas. And the chances of that happen are slim to none. So all in all, you have, I'm pretty sure we're going to get deep in the conversation. Yeah, I'm I got to go. break down all the different. Yeah, we're going to do that. But all in all, he has to come back. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think y'all pretty much, I was about to, I'm, I'm going to do it. Y'all ate and left no crumbs. You feel me? Like, oh my God. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, snap. No, y'all, y'all hit pretty much all the, the, the talking points. I think, um, yeah, we're put into a position where if we can bring him back, we have to do it. The fact that there's an if on it is the part that sucks because we have absolutely no control. If he's decided in the back of his mind, I got to go, we can't do anything about it at the end of the day. That's the part that that makes it tough for me. And another reason why I can't have a strong opinion yet because I can't put myself, I can't put in my head personally we got to bring Jalen back. We're going to have him. All right, so it's Luka and Jalen. What are we going to do around Luka and Jalen? I need to know what Jalen's going to do first. Yeah. And no amount of rumors, no amount of speculation is going to change the way I feel about it because at the end of the day, if Jalen Brunson has decided in his head that he has to go, he doesn't have to tell anybody that. He doesn't have to think to say anything or do anything to tip his hand that he wants to leave until it's time to make that call or take that call. Um, personally, I, I would respect if he went on a tour, if he went to a couple teams or took a couple meetings or whatever, I can respect that. This is the first time in his career that he's going to have the opportunity to, to talk to other teams and see if maybe there is something out there that he hasn't considered. Like, even if he in the back of his head has decided, you know, I should stay in Dallas or I want to stay in Dallas, you know, go take that meal with the Knicks, see what they're talking about. You know, go take that meal with the Pistons, see what they're talking about. Um, and when his contract ends, he'll be still in his prime years. I think it'll be 29 or so if he does four years. So he'll still have another opportunity to sign another big deal or sign another contract in a situation where he can put himself in a position to be a key piece to a championship team. Um, I think that the run that we went on this year helps him, but it also helps us long-term if we're able to retain him 
because even if we we sign him to a, a, a large contract and he doesn't take that next step, if you will, he doesn't perform like he did in some big moments here, people are still going to remember what he did against the Jazz. And so if it comes time to having to trade him, we still have that in our back pocket as a, hey, look, what he could do potentially in a situation, even if he falls off a cliff somehow, which I don't expect personally, but, you know, I have to think worst case scenario, best case scenario in all aspects. So let's get into it. The first part of the Jalen Brunson situation, I think this is an easy answer. I think we've all answered this question already is, you know, should we re-sign him? I think we've all said yes. <laughs> uh, Reese, you brought up one of my points that we have no cap space, whether we sign him or not. So what? what is the, there's no benefit to not signing him. Can, can anybody think of a benefit to not signing Jalen Brunson? Well, you can, uh, two years from now, we have a max cap slot. If we don't re-sign him? Yeah. Okay. If you just let everybody expire two years from now, if you want to play that game, that Dowdy Nelson game. Yeah. <laughs> that game we played for an entire decade. And exactly. <laughs> I'm just, I, I y'all know how I feel about it, but I do, the numbers are the numbers. We would have, we would have the money. Well, I got one. Okay. Um, Luca's numbers would be so sexy. <laughs> oh my God, Luca. Oh my, we'd see a 35 point triple, triple double. double. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we'd see. That's facts. What are the greatest yeah. MVP incoming? Mm-hmm. We're going to have a Westbrook MVP. We're going to be the eighth seed, but 35-point right. triple-double. You know what's sad? There's probably somebody on the timeline with that exact take. I, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's something else that will come from it. Okay. We're, I, we're either going to get Spencer Dinwiddie or Tim Hardaway Jr. with the ball in their hands too goddamn much. Yeah. And if my guess... It's Tim Hardaway. Jr. I was gonna say it's Tim. <laughs> I was gonna say it'd be Tim. Once the ball touches his hands, it's not going anywhere. Else. He's letting that thing fly. Letting it's that me. thing fly. Spencer I... might consider passing it. Tim don't see nobody else. <laughs> it's Tim Hardaway Junior. Tom, like, yeah. Um, is it time. sad that I halfway kind of missed Tim Hardaway Junior. Tom during the playoffs? No, I, I missed it so much during the playoffs. I don't care. I, I don't missed care. it. When I missed we it. it. Like when I'm like, man, we need a spark. I missed yeah. it. But when we're in the lead and a game is close, I'm like, I no. don't miss it because he's going to come yeah. up the court and just three. That's it. And Listen, clank. what ball don't stop say the game is about a bucket. And <laughs> listen, we need buckets at some point, And Tim is a bucket at the end of the day. Like he might be a, a faulty bucket at times with, you know, <laughs> and he needs some patching at times, but he's a bucket. So, yeah, we missed him. We missed Two him. things. Ca- like one, we didn't have Tim Hardaway Jr. as his playoffs. And the Western Conference we played in uh, on a TNT, not ESPN, because if we had Mike Breen and Tim Hardaway Jr. and we getting beat by the Warriors, and this motherfucker comes down the court with 18 <laughs> seconds left on the clock, throws up a three, and Mike Breen says, "Way off, I cut the, I cut the game off." Oh man, you Mike Breen, the Mike Breen ad-libs when you get pop, just oh, cold, bro. way off. Oh, the, oh. The, the tweets like when your team is down and he, he says bang yeah man <laughs> the won't go is, is hurts me the won't most go. Oh, the won't go man. shout out oh, to Mike man. Breen man shout out to Mike Breen the, um, I, I, that tweet where they said Mike Breen calls NBA games like he bet on both teams <laughs> it's so hilarious 
and it's so it's so accurate. It's true. It's true. He's a legend. He's a legend. Um, <clears throat> all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, yeah, those are some great points. I, I love it. I love it. Uh, you have to think about. You have to think about it. Um, whether or not we have Jalen Brunson. So obviously, this is a new era, the Nico Harrison era. Uh, I do not expect or anticipate that there's going to be any Donnie Nelson type decisions as far as saving money up front, so that you can maybe have money in the future. I can't see that coming. So, again, that one was easy. The second part of the discussion is, should we pay Jalen Brunson 20 mil plus? This is one that's been on the timeline since the beginning of the season, really. Um, I think, was it, there was a report that came out that said he might be looking for that amount of money, 20 mil, uh, early on. And, you know, it's pretty much been a debate ever since. I personally have had fun with it on the timeline. The Jalen Brunson the stock watch <laughs> the stock watch has been hilarious but um you know i again i think we're in a situation where we have to pay him whatever he's willing to accept um if that's 21 mil if that's 25 mil i don't see why you you can't hesitate um now if he's asking 30 mil now we might have to ask some questions but yeah. I'm gonna ask some questions. I'm gonna ask if he on crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But those that, that low 20 range, I yeah. don't think we have to, I don't think we have to at balk at it. And I'm gonna throw out some numbers here for some players that are around the league right now just to offer some context for that number. So I'm gonna start at the extreme range. Tobias Harris is making $36 million. How how are you taking no Tobias 36 mil? Over Jalen Brunson, twenty-five mil on any in any scenario. No, no, not at all. Not, at all. <laughs> not even a thought. <laughs> not no, no. We didn't even have to finish the question. I'm offended you asked the question. Facts. <laughs> and I, I just got to put it out there. I don't hate Tobias' game like that, but thirty-six. Oof, that's a lot I of mean, money. He, he's basically light-skinned Tim Hardaway Jr. As far as I'm concerned, like <laughs> a little post game <laughs> <laughs> with a little bit of some post ups, like. Ah, Michael Porter Jr., 34 mil. Uh-oh. Michael Porter Jr. makes $34 million? He signed that max last year. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I know his back look like pulled pork. I'm so sorry. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I'm so sorry, but I can't. Hey, yo. <laughs> yo. Look, I, you know what? We we talking about Jalen Brunson. I'm taking this time to get this Michael Porter Jr. shit off. Oh. Hey, man. Like, dude ain't even looked that good in the beginning. Now, you could say maybe the injuries was bothering him. But he ain't even looked that good in the beginning of the season that he signed that contract. Nah. That's all I'm saying. It, it, backs on tall dudes is, like, almost worse than these. If them backs is cooked, it's hard to come back from that. Yeah, and I hate to talk about a man, you know, his body failing him like that. But boy, he was his making twenty eight million. I think he. I don't. That, it doesn't full, go up I do. You, you know what? You're right. It, it is the full max. I, so five times, what one seventy seven, or divided by one seventy seven. I think that's like thirty four. I pulled it up on Sport Rack. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. Thirty four mil. Uh, now, here's another one. This is a, a name I keep bringing up when it comes to Jalen Brunson. C.J. McCollum, 33 mil. Uh, and this was before the cap went up that he signed that contract originally. Like, 33 mil for C.J., everybody was saying that's a crazy number, et cetera, so forth. It's a crazy number. 
but he in his situation it made sense yeah. like for the blazers it made sense they they were in a situation where we were in they couldn't replace him and they needed him and he was producing for them so it made sense in that situation i mean now he's old so now i wouldn't like now i wouldn't take him you know add that number over brunson um but is he better than brunson yeah 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 objectively yeah. he's better than brunson and like i said in that situation that he was in at the time it made sense so right yeah, and I, I think CJ and Jalen are in their own <laughs> they're in their own category of player. Maybe a couple other players are in there with them where they're not stars, but you can't call them dudes role players either. CJ McCollum all star. Yeah, CJ McCollum all star. It's like we gotta sit probably this summer, we gotta sit down and figure out who else is on that list with them. But I just don't feel comfortable calling CJ a, a role player. And I don't Think Jalen is a little like you don't put Chris Middleton in that conversation too. You know what? He makes the All Star game though. He, yeah. But he, he makes the All Star games. Game. Yeah, he, he makes it. Would you put Jamal he Murray makes... in that category? He's there yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's there right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah y'all, if y'all do that, I definitely would tune in for that for sure. Um, yeah. That could be an interesting conversation. It's like that borderline All Star type of thing. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I definitely, I'm a big CJ fan personally. Um, I didn't like him and Dane together, but uh, the idea of them having to pay him and doing so, I thought would be, would they be able to flip him at some point? Uh, I just think they waited too long to do so. Um, and ended up having to take a little bit less than maybe they could have gotten. A little bit less. <laughs> a lot less. <laughs> All right. I had, to, I got to bring this name up. Man, what's going on with my camera? Hold on. <laughs> I thought you were doing that on purpose. Nah, my yeah. camera is wilding. All right, let me hit it one more time. All right, we just we gonna hope it, it stays there. Christoph Porzingis. <laughs> Thirty-one <laughs> minutes. Oh, uh, you're funny, huh? Uh, I got. I, when we get into the the stats portion of Jalen Brunson, it's really interesting who scores more points in the paint. Mm. I mean, yeah, I definitely it got a lob that one up to you. It ain't interesting. We know. <laughs> <laughs> I got lob that one up to Dwight for sure. Hey, look, I let the Tobias Harris. <laughs> All right, we can move on. Yeah, we you're going move. too far. Uh, I'm gonna skip the next one just because it was another. It just inner in, inner. No, nah, now I want to hear it. It was Gordon Hayward. All right, next. Oh, <laughs> we're not pushing the white narrative no more. Come on, D'Angelo Russell. No, I don't like him. 29. Brunson's better, too. I don't care what anybody says. Consistency-wise, that's the easily for me. Uh, I can't trust D'Lo to show up on any given night. Yeah, this ain't the Brooklyn Nets no more, brother. Uh, he plays so bad. He used to kill the Grizzlies. It? Man, he was with the Grizzlies the whole playoff. <laughs> like, he was with them every single game. Boy, he was the sixth man on the court. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Nah, it was six on four with him on the court. That's Benedict Arnold, shit crazy. All right, we, we, I think that was a pretty easy answer for D'Lo. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, I had I had hope for him at one point, but I do not anymore. Uh, this is one I think I've seen people even mention um, as a sign and trade scenario. Julius Randle. Don't play with me talking about no, <laughs> son. I, I, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry. All right, all right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm... I still have hope for Julius <laughs> in the league somewhere. Okay. I just don't. It ain't going to work with Luka. Yeah, no. Nah. This game is weird. I'm so, yeah. it's so weird. His game like, is he so needs weird. He the ball to be effective. But Keep that nigga not. away from my team. 
yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's where I'm at with it. I've, that's where I've always been at with it. I um, think people are just on it because isn't he from Texas? Yeah, yeah he's from yeah. Dallas. That's he, why he'd be here in the summer. That's and I think people, he pretty much man. said he wanted to be in Dallas some some way. Shape, All right, go to that a Cowboys game. Try out for the Cowboys. It ain't gonna be the Mavericks. <laughs> yeah, I I'm I'm not a Julie. I don't like his personality. I just don't think it it could be a, it would be a good fit at all. Me either. Him and Luca, no. Oh my goodness. Hands will be thrown. Yeah. And I don't know if Luca making it out. Nah, Luca's getting his ass beat, bro. Luca's getting his ass beat. Keeping it up. Unless somebody jump in on his side, like that's the only way he's not getting stomped out. Goran Dragic ain't on his team. All right, we're gonna get to the good ones now. We're gonna get to the good ones now. And this is this is gonna pretty much make my point about why Jalen. Making twenty five M's is perfectly fine. First one is Jaron Jackson, twenty six mil. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Jackson be erasing shots at the at the row. He, and he's he's young. He's young. Yeah, yeah. He's like that. Is that's tough. That one's tough yeah. because his ceiling and potential is so. Um, and I'm a Jaron Jackson hater. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually a hater. I've been calling him Black Porzingis. Yeah, I call him Black Porzingis too. That's, that's, accurate. Yeah. that's accurate. Nah, yeah, I'm a hater, but his potential. He's so young. I, ooh, yeah, I, I think oh. his ceiling is higher than Brunson's. It's hot. It is way higher. Yeah. That's why that like, money is where it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, ooh, yeah, I, I would have to. I ain't going to hold you. I think I think I make that trade. I, I make that trade too. I, I, make I, no, I would make that trade. I think I, I would make that trade. I mean, he follow a lot, but I'd make that trade. Yeah. Just because he's a little bit more of a complimentary piece, I think. I, yeah. I, I would just he that. definitely fits with the team better. Like if he, is, if like he doesn't get any better than what he is right now, I still think oh, I would yeah. accept that. Yeah. Um, Jared Allen, 20 mil. Oh, yeah. Come on. That's He's yeah. getting underpaid so bad. Like, he might be one of the most underpaid you know players crazy? out there. A lot he's of a... people were saying that's too much for him when he got mm-hmm. that money. You, you're right, Reef. You're right. A lot, a lot of the basketball nerds were saying that was too much. And I'm like, and I was okay. like, that's that's perfect. That's like, I, I felt like that was, I, at the time, if it's underpaid now because of yeah. the way he performed. But at the time, I was like, that's cool. That's right in the ballpark. Yeah. Like, I think that's perfect. Now, you look at it and you're like, oh, they got a bargain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know we had the, the little touch of skill around the basket. Right. I, like, I didn't yeah. see that. But he's young. That's what people, people wrote that off. He's like 23. <laughs> like, he's he like, looks- 29 yeah he looks old but he's young so nah that's my guy that's my guy so yeah yeah that's what i'm saying like people look at what a player is and don't think about what they can be especially when they're this young like just because right now all he's doing is dunking and like a good off season of hook work and you know that's something he can add to his game but like him like actually putting it on the floor one-on-one in situations i definitely wasn't didn't see that coming um, and he, he definitely surprised me with the feet work shot yeah. at the shack um <laughs> but uh all right let's get into the real fun ones this is where this is where I, again the argument about overpaying brunson this is dead for me just off of this list right here terry rogier 24 mil brunson's better have y'all terry rogier has died in the playoffs i think every time he's got there like that, that conversation. And he shit himself team. in the playing games. He's been horrible oh, the, the past two playing games. He's, he's been so bad. 
He's Fun. definitely given a new look to that nickname, Scary Terry, with his scary ass. <laughs> the thing is, I kind of like him. Like, it's not like I like him. I kind of like his game, but it's not like he's not twenty four mil. I I wanted him on the Mavs bad last year. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Before he signed, <laughs> before he signed that deal, like I I that was one of my targets. Okay, um, so again, Terry Rozier making twenty four mil. If Brunson's make it 25, how can you balk at that? I'm cool with that. Buddy yeah. Hill, 23 mil. Get the fuck out of here. And he bullied them to give him that contract, too. I would never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he bullied them. Do y'all remember that? Bullying <laughs> y'all remember, works. right? Yeah. He bullied them. He was in the presser, all stank face, talking about something. Yeah, I'm not coming back here till they give me my money. Like, he was really... <laughs> Pissed. Wasn't he coming off the bench for? Uh, he was, yes. Yeah, he was coming off the bench. Was, yes. Hey, look, he knew who to do it to. He said, "I play for the Sacramento Kings. They will do anything." <laughs> yeah. Couple, nah. He was tight. Couple complaints, and I'm getting that bag. Yeah, nah, he was tight. He bullied them into really giving him that money. And I remember I they put a bunch of escalators in it to like appease him that he will never meet. <laughs> um, but they, yeah, he bullied them for that. So no, yeah, no. Loki, I, I think Jalen about to get some of them on the court. Oh yeah, the ex- escalators. Yeah. yeah, that would. Yeah, and that's what I think we probably have to do, <clears throat> just because we he can leave if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I again, I'm perfectly fine with it. Um, McCall Bridges, twenty two mil. His role is fake. <laughs> I listened. <laughs> that playoff series soured me so bad on him, so mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. I saw Dorian Finney Smith outplay him, like outplay him. Twenty like mil. Handily, he didn't stop nobody. <laughs> Everybody he guarded. That Rolly fake. Podcast to talk about how they folded. Shit, crazy. Yeah, no, nah, that Rolly <laughs> fake. I'm not yeah. moved. <clears throat> Devin Booker should have shut that down. I don't, I don't know how you let God there to do that. Um, Ain't no leader. That's why. I'm, I'm not even going. I'm not even going to ask y'all this question. I'm just going to throw out some numbers real quick. I'll stop on ones that I that I actually have a question about. Duncan Robinson making 18 mil. Next, stop playing. Gary Harris is making 21 mil. His contract Ooh. up. That don't even count. Gary Harris? Yeah, his contract. Oh, yeah. But I mean, he got the contract. Like, yeah. Well, first of all, he should Nobody died because of that contract. I don't know what he did. Maybe I missed it. Maybe I wasn't watching Denver Nuggets game. Nah, he, he deserved it, I feel like. He was hooping. Oh, I thought he was going to take that yeah, step. Well, he, I thought he was going to take that step. He got think... that bag and just said, I'm comfortable. Yeah, I think Gary Harris, because they used him to get a player they wanted. I think, like, a worst-case scenario, if Jalen don't get no better, you can point to Gary Harris and be like, you know, we can trade him and get somebody we want. Yeah. Um, That's one reason I had him on his list, because he got that contract. Didn't work out in Denver necessarily, but they were able to trade him in and supplement, get a guy that was a two-way player like Gordon. Uh, they can score a little bit, not as well, but also defend in an area that that they needed help. Um, <clears throat> all right, here's a better, a real question: Norman Powell, eighteen mil. I'm biased, man. I like Norman Powell a lot, but <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I I don't think Norm. You can't throw Norm the ball and just like go get a bucket like that. Mm-mm. But boy, playing next to Luca Norm would be looking good, man. He'll be nice, but I. It's tough, but yeah. I like, like I said, I don't think Brunson is like a perfect fit next to Luca, but I like him next to Luca more than I like Norman Powell. Okay. 
Like, I think Norman Powell numbers would just look fluffy next to Luka because he would be the quote-unquote second-best player or second yeah. ball handler. Yeah. I think he fits better in the situation he's in now, like with the Clippers or when he was with the Raptors. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'll take Munson. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking Jalen because I think as much as I like Norm, I think in the playoffs, the reason why we went this far is because we had two dudes who did not need Luka to get buckets. And that's kind of what I'm realizing the playoffs is devolving into. Yeah. And when you're asking this question, I'm thinking like on the team, Brunson is our second option. So in my head, you're asking me, am I replacing, you know, Brunson with this person? Can this person be our second option? I don't want no damn Norm Powell (laughs) as the second option. Like he can't be nobody's second option. At least Brunson can kind of pretend like he is one. Norm can't do that. Yeah, so I just ooh. man, I think Norm would have been a good fit before. If you would, I, I I don't know. I'm biased. I, if you remember last know. year's uh, the Outsiders played GM, I was trying to get Norm Powell. I was going to replace Tim instead Hardy. of Tim. I was with you. Yeah, I was yeah like, if he's replacing Tim, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah hundred percent agreement with replacing Jalen Brunson. Yeah, hey, I, all this is just to paint the picture for people. Of get spooky. Keeping yeah. it realistic. Like, yeah. think about what you're saying. Again, these yeah. people are making comparable money yeah. to what we're going to be paying, paying Jalen Brunson. Like, you got to think about the whole picture. Now, here's the tough ones here. Uh, I had Harrison Barnes on the list, but I, I don't want to do that. That's my guy. I'm, all right, I'm, guy. I'm, Barnes, for Tim. I'm not trading Brunson for him, but I'll trade Tim for him. I'm yeah. driving Tim. I'm flying to <laughs> Dallas to drive Tim <laughs> to Sacramento because Harrison's my guy, but not Brunson. Uh, I don't. might trade them with him for Ooh. Ooh, I might too. I might too. Oh man, that actually uh-huh. makes kind of make a little sense for both. It teams. makes sense. Yeah. For both teams, hey, I, I think you can find a cheap point guard out there that can. I think you can too. <laughs> man, I don't know, Spencer. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I'm hey, doing I saw that. what Harrison Barnes did at the beginning of the season. Dude was going off. Yeah, he, he was. was going off until he got hurt. Hey, yeah. Spencer knew what he was going off at the end of the season until he wasn't. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Man. Harrison Barnes is a champion. He's a champion. <laughs> okay? He's a champion. So, uh, yeah. Man. You know they love yeah. him in the city. He got that Dwight Powell credibility in, in the city. So, nah, right, he got to come back. What if we just didn't trade him and he and we fire Brick Carlisle? Like, you literally traded him for absolutely no reason. Nothing. nothing. He had to go though. He had to go. That's the worst part though. I I felt like his game wouldn't have like his game matured in Sacramento. I don't think it would have matured in Dallas. And you fire, you fire <laughs> and that's crazy earlier. to say because it's Sacramento, but it exactly. But it did. That's just. I think happened. it humbled himself being in the prop. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, really. I I believe you. No, I think he got humbled. Yeah. <laughs> like he went from the Warriors to Dallas was doing cool and. Down you in poverty and you in the projects and you like I never want to come here again. Like maybe I need to change my games to somebody to trade. He basically saying I gotta get out the hood. Yeah, right. he was the third option in the projects. Like I'd be so pissed. <laughs> I'd be so mad. <laughs> this is the one. This is the one. Fred Van Bleet, twenty one mil. I'm taking Fred Van Bleet. I'm taking. I'm, I'm taking Fred. <laughs> And I'm a Fred hater, but I'm taking And I'm going to be honest. I, I do that swap right now. Like, if Fred may not. Fred, 
Actually, I think Fred fits better next to Luka than Jalen Brunson. Why he does. I think he would be. I think he's a better catch and shoot uh, player than Jalen Brunson. He's better defensively than Jalen Brunson. They both kind of small, bulky guys. I was about to say Gary. Oh my god, bulky guys. <laughs> Pause. Bulky guys. Uh, I think Jalen Brunson is much better in the paint, but I think Fred VanVleet uh, makes up for that with his catch and shoot, which fits better with the offense because Luca's gonna have the ball in his hands most of the time. Okay. Yeah. SJ. Uh, SJ, you were quick with it too. So what, what's oh your... no, I I agree with Reese like hundred percent. I think um yeah, I think Fred fits better than a Brunson just because he'll he'll take a lot of pull ups too. Brunson doesn't take pull ups, but he'll take the pull up threes. He's a better catch and shoot. And yeah, like reset, it's not better in the paint, but um, that doesn't matter <laughs> as much because he can still handle the ball, and that's really right. what you need next. Luka. Like you won't need Luca to get him his buckets. He and then, and, yeah, he could go get a bucket. Yeah. Dwight, you you on board? It looked like you had some some hesitation there. Man, I'm I'm I don't know, dog. Everybody that was on that Raptors championship team, I won a lot of money with them boys. So <laughs> like. They can do none of them. Norm Powell, Fred Van Fleet, SJ was laughing at me because I was trying to get Serge Ibaka washed ass yeah. to the <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm taking Fred. Fred, my God. Washa? That's crazy. Fred, my God. Fred, my God. And again, Fred Van Vliet making 21 mil. Uh, he's another one of those guys that might might low-key be underpaid at this point. Yeah. yeah, he just, yeah. Didn't he make the All-Star game? He's All-Star, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. wasn't even an injury replacement, boy. I think he just made it. Yeah, he just made it. And I'm very happy for him because, again, when he got the contract, a whole lot of talk about him being overpaid and blah, blah, blah. I just, It's just weird to me. Like, I don't think people actually pay attention to their situations for these teams yeah. and, and who these players are and what they can grow into. I mean, be. if they want to move off of him now and just have Scotty play point guard, I mean, he's... <laughs> He don't fit what they're doing with the six. We can get him some supplementable pieces. You know what? Um, let's, if let's they want a shot, Chucker, I know a guy. <laughs> Any, anywho, uh, Lonzo, twenty mil. Nah. His knee. His knee is <laughs> If it wasn't for his knee, I'd do it. But yeah, that knee. Yeah, serious, bro. that knee's serious. I, 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 if I'm not mistaken, in his knee, like what that in the draft, I remember hearing something about. He has degenerative issues. No, he has degenerative knee okay. issues. Okay, yeah, that was something that during the draft he might. There's two injuries I pay attention to: his knees and backs. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, he's cooked. cooked. Yeah. Yeah. So again, this is all just to kind of paint the picture of this is the pay range that we're putting Jalen Brunson in and it's again why I have absolutely no hesitation to give him 20 to 25 mil I got one more okay Bojan Bogdanovic is making 19 million dollars next year Bojan or Bogdan Bojan Bojan old bo- old guy you talking about jazz or Hawks? jazz yes how much is he making I think he's making 19 million dollars next year okay I just watched Brunson outplay him right so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would like him, but not for Jalen Brunson. Not for Jalen Brunson. I blame Donovan Mitchell for Bojan. I mean, this is this is becoming a reoccurring thing. But if you want Tim Hardaway Jr., yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it is very interesting that Donovan Mitchell, with all that athleticism and wingspan, with the season on the line, they had the thirty-year-old white dude trying to pick up people full court. 
It's kind of nasty, bro. That should have been Mitchell. That Honestly, so that should have been Donovan Mitchell's matchup. So he should have took it personally. That should have yeah. been his matchup, yeah. yeah. Man, you really that like that, you're going to take that personally. I don't know why they want him. He don't fit he culture. He ain't got that dog in him. <laughs> he don't. That that um, floater hook shot that he keep trying, Jimmy Butler going to steal off on his ass. He tried that shit too many times in Miami. I'm going to say this just because we brought it up. Donovan Mitchell what he is has become over these past few years has been disappointing for me because I had a lot of hope for him at one point and he is still young. He can, you know, at some point decide to turn up, but what he's done in these past few postseasons, falling apart in the clutch, not calling that man Dwayne Wade. Forcing the ball up, taking 25, 30 shots, most of them ill advised, is it's hard to watch, honestly. Yeah. I, I mean I appreciated it this year, but yeah. <laughs> For sure. In the past couple seasons, he's he's hurt my soul personally. As uh, since you mentioned it, what is Bogdan making on the Hawks? I think eighteen. Okay. Yeah, yeah I knew he was, I knew they were both in that that range. Okay. I mean, would you do Bogdan? No. No, I watched him no. shit himself. All <laughs> no. like every like two no. playoffs in a row. No. no. I yeah, was he, just curious at the number. That it was never a question. He's another one that disappointed me because I looked at him as a Luca light, like a perfect backup for Luca. And like a insurance policy, if we I wanted him on the Mavericks, yeah, I, I, I still too. would like him on the team, too. just not for a Brunson replacement. That's another. I would probably do it for Tim type scenario. Yeah. Everyone I do for Tim. <laughs> Everyone we talk about. <laughs> if you talk about Tim, yeah, we could talk about yeah. that. Not, <laughs> not Brunson. Spencer, you, I mean, some yes. people with Spencer, uh, but mainly Tim. Ooh, Spencer. Yeah, I'm can't. not saying specifically for Bogdan. I just mean in general. No, I hear you. But I mean, I, I probably would have to take a second to think about that if it was Spencer. Yeah. No, they could have Tim. I think he won't go back to Atlanta anyway. <laughs> but he, uh, liked, he yeah. liked the strip clubs. You know, I think that uh, again, I think that the the money part. I don't think anybody here cares about that money part. Um, um, nah, not really. Mainly because we don't have a choice. And I think that the the key here is that he's not just a scorer. He's a ball handler too. And, you know, he does a lot of little things as a, a smart guy, a guy with a championship pedigree. And I honestly can't say, I mean, I know people give him shit for the Clippers series, but this year I can't think of a game where he didn't, he might not, he might've had some off games, but I can't think of a game where he literally, like, I, I was like, where the fuck is Jalen Brunson? Nah, nah. Uh, game one, uh, Phoenix. Oh man. I was a little, I was a little nervous about my boy. I was, I was a little nervous about my guy that one. Yeah, he, he I, I don't think I said it. I think we said it on the podcast after game one. I was like, I want to wait because I don't want to, like, get gotcha. on his ass and, and, and he come alive. I'm going to give him some chances. But, yeah. man, that game one was not looking good. Yeah, he, had, he had some I, rough times. I think it was the yeah. first two games. I think game two, too, he was bad, too. And yeah, I was game like. Two, game two, I gave him a pass because of the foul trouble. Game oh, one, yeah, the foul. stuck. Yeah. I, no, game one, he was Which in the bad foul say, trouble. I think game one was foul Game okay, one, he okay. was in the bad foul trouble. Game two, like both, I mean, both games he stunk. Right. <laughs> both games he was pretty bad. Now, after game two, I, I was nervous. I was like, damn, <laughs> like, are we about to have another oh, Clippers series? It, it might be true. Oh, yeah, I was like, oh, no. It's coming out. Yeah, but nah, he, he got it together. Yeah, but he got it together. But my thing is, too, with the whole money situation, um, and listen, I might be pulling the race card here, but I have to because of the, the fans, the yeah, color yeah. of the skin of the fans who... You can do that here. Yeah, but I feel like 
fans want to get him on a steal. Like, because if you look at Fred Van Vliet's contract, that's like what everyone's comparing it to. But right now, you could say Freddie is on a steal. He was an all star last season, so you could say he's on a steal. Why do we need to get him on a steal? I guess, yes, for the team building purposes, it'll be great, but let that man get his money. Like, I wouldn't, I'm not going to be for a black man getting you know, less than what he deserves. I'm not going to be for that. So people want to get him for less than he deserves and they're, you know, cheering for it. I'm, I'm not with that. Like, yes, as a Mavs fan, it would be great, you know, to get him a, at a lower number, but like, come on, like we're still capped out anyway. So let him get his money. Yeah, that's my thing. It's like, if he takes 20 or 25, it literally does nothing. It doesn't, we, we have no more money to go get anybody. It's just Mark Cuban's money. And if I'm him, I want the most money just so I don't get traded. Because if he, the less money he makes, the more likely, the more yep. appealing he is as a trade asset. Exactly. So, I don't it's, know. I, it's like, I'm never, like SJ said, I'm never going to say, like, even Nerlens Noel, when we had Nerlens Noel and dude was asking for a max. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, he's smoking dope. But I mean, <laughs> if somebody going to give it to him, then so big. Go so get your yeah. money. It just ain't going to be here. Like, you know, these guys, they, they want their money. Hey, if if I'm if someone asks me, look at it from the standpoint of a general manager or this team, then I'll say, no, I'm not giving this person that money or no, I want to give them this, this amount. But me as Maurice Williams, nah, go get your money. Go get your bag. Go yeah, and I, I think the point that, that was brought up that, that I end up on every single time when it comes to this is it doesn't make a difference to our cap situation. We're over either way. Yep. Him taking a discount. Again, if he signs for less, I think the rumor was, what, four years, 84 or something, 85 today. Yeah. If he if he takes that, fantastic. You know? But I'm not going to sit here and root for that. Right. Whether it's 100 mil or 84 mil, we're in the same situation. I just want him on the roster. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, the money part, I, I can't get, I can't get too, too worked up over that at this point. I, I think if you're worried about the money, you're worried about the wrong things when it comes I, to, to Jalen Brunson at this point. I think the only, I don't want to, I, I don't know if I'm jumping the gun here as, in terms of the conversation. I think the only thing that worries me is I don't think Jalen Brunson's ceiling is that high. And if this is his ceiling, He's a really good NBA player. Yep. He's a starter on 80% of the teams in the NBA. But if his, if this is his ceiling, then the ceiling for this team, I don't think, is that high unless we're able to make moves elsewhere. That does take me to my next point. <clears throat> okay. Big question. Can we win with him as the number two? Are you ready for the NBA chumps? I mean, champs to be crowned? Join the finals action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 bet and get $150 in free bets instantly. Looking to turn another small bet into a big payday during the NBA finals? With the DraftKings same game parlay, you can do just that. This NBA season, a customer placed a $5 same-game parlay and won over $5,000. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more. And boom, you have a shot at even bigger payout. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet during the NBA Finals and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TBPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I don't. Can so. we win with them? Go ahead, Reese. I, I don't think so. Uh, I think this was a great run this year. I'm not discrediting the run we had like some people do and say, oh, y'all play, kiss my ass, fuck all that. We made it to the Western Conference Finals. We deserve to be there. We battled. We lost. It is what it is. Uh, but progression is not linear. Like, just because we made it here with this team doesn't mean, oh, well, you know, we made it out of the first round. We'll have to, nah, we could lose in the first round for the next three years. It's very possible. I don't think, uh, and it's not even just a Jalen Brunson issue. If we had two other motherfuckers like Jalen Brunson, like the caliber of Jalen Brunson, I think we could win with this team, but we don't. We have Luka, Jalen Brunson, and our third best player is Dorian Finney-Smith, and that's not a knock against Dorian Finney-Smith because I love him, but it's like you ain't looking to Dorian Finney-Smith to score. After that, who's our fourth best player? Probably Dinwiddie. Yeah. yeah, we got a bunch of seventy-ish. <laughs> Shit ain't looking guys. sweet. It ain't looking sweet. Luca, Jalen, and a bunch of seventy-ish type guys. If we're putting it in two K terms, it ain't looking sweet. If Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith is out three and four, Luca's great, but he ain't he ain't God. Okay, <laughs> like, and also you have to be realistic. The West is gonna be more difficult next year, on paper, on the surface. Clippers are going to be back, I'm sure. Uh, even though these motherfuckers are really frauds, you have to look at what the Lakers might do. They still have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. As long as they had that, you have to put them in the conversation. The Denver Nuggets are going to be healthy again, and they might make a few role-player moves in the offseason. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans with Zion Williamson back. You saw what he did scoring points in the paint with no spacing on the floor. Imagine what this motherfucker's about to do with CJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram. You that's if he can, the Grizzlies. You that's if he can stay out of. That's if he can stay out of McDonald's. But still, <laughs> Timberwolves, Grizzlies, like the Phoenix Suns are not slouches. They'll be back. To be honest, with or without DeAndre Ayton. The Golden State Warriors ain't going nowhere, and they might be better, which is fucking crazy. That's the scary one for me. Yeah, like they might win a championship, but they got the. If they don't, they got all the pieces to go. Get they got them. Moses, if Moses Moody, and Jonathan Kaminga take any kind of leap. If James Wiseman comes back, and come on, man, like it's gonna yeah. be tough. It's gonna be really tough. Yeah. So we're in a position where we don't have a choice but to bring him back. Best case scenario, we bring him back and then we add role players to the team. Hey, to like, you, hey, hey, we keep this is about Jalen Brunson. Hey, I, I know. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if we can win with Jalen Brunson as the second okay. star, that's what has to happen. We just need more depth, is what you're saying. Like, yeah, but behind that's more, more of those mid 70s. Nah, I need like dudes that's right at 80. Okay. Like, yeah. if we talking 2K overalls. We do need a little bit of an upgrade somewhere else. If we talking 2K overalls, which is fucking crazy. I can't believe I just said that. If we talking 2K overalls, we got Luka. It's like a 94. If I'm not mistaken, I play some 2K. Jalen Brunson's like an 81, 82 right now. 
He is 81. 81. Third best, and then I believe it's Spencer Dinwiddie. He's like an upper 70, 78, something like that. He's like a 79 or an 80, actually. I think okay. he's a 79. Yeah. Okay. Dennis Dorian, then it's like if we I haven't played two get... K in like three years, but I just know I, can, I just know what these guys will be rated at. <laughs> it's it's like if we can get more of those, those not even they're role players, but they're bona fide starters. So you need them above that Dinwiddie range, close to that, close to Brunson. Yeah, but not necessarily that in between area. Because they're not necessarily a ball handler, they're not going to be above Brunson as far as like usage or whatever. And I don't even need dudes like Harrison Barnes. You're not looking to Harrison Barnes to handle the ball, but right. he's a solid starter. He's not going to make any All Star games, but he's not going to sit on anybody's bench either. Okay, I can respect that. That answer is a long winded answer, but I, I can respect. It. <laughs> See, the thing is, I agree with Reese again. Um, one, I don't think we can like win with him as the second option. But I, f- I feel like, I mean, I'm not going to say too much because um, stay tuned. That's all I have to say. Please. But about this, this certain topic. <laughs> but Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't want to break too much. But oh, no, but yeah. seriously, I, I think um, I just, it's hard to win. It's, it's just so hard to win. And like, I think people think, like, like we said, just because we went to the Western Conference Finals this year, like, next year it's like oh we're gonna be in the finals if we just add that and that like no that's just not how it you know works every season is different and um we like we're not ready to win a title yet and that's okay (laughs) like that is okay like we have a young star and I know he's ready to win all that like he's so good but these things take time and you need to build a team through it and with Jalen Brunson as a second star I agree with Reese that it could have worked if we had you know more depth more role players all that but our window has passed with that. You needed, like, if that's the route you were going to go, you should have added the players you needed while Luca was on his rookie, like, deal. You needed the role players you needed while he was on the deal, while Brunson was on his small deal. Now we don't have the space to add those impact role players um, to have Brunson, you know, kind of stay in that secondary scoring role. Because that's the thing. Um, like, even if you look at the Warriors, there's a, I mean, now with, I'll say the old Warriors, not like the new like Warriors now, but the old Warriors. There was a case where, without KD, um, that is, there was a case where you could say, oh, Draymond is the you know second best player on the team. He wasn't the second best scorer, you know, so that was Clay. But he, you could have made the argument he was the second best player. So I think that could have been our situation where Brunson is the second best scorer, but we have another player that is probably all around just as important or even more important than him. But I think that window for us to do that, that's closed. <laughs> that we, we kind of passed that. So now it's just about biding time. I, I know people don't like to be patient. But we have to be patient. We have to wait to see, one, if a star is going to want to come, you know, team up with Luca, or if we have, you know, we pick our spots to get a, you know, a star if no one's, you know, looking at us to get somebody. We could sneak in, get somebody um, in a couple years. Like this team is expiring. Like after a couple of years, like people think like this team is going to be the Mavs team for the next 10 years. Like that's not, that's not going to happen. Like no. in, in two seasons, I can guarantee you this team is going to look completely different. And I know people don't want to hear that. We're just thinking in the present, but you have right. to be patient. You have to be patient with this because it's hard to win in the league, despite what people tell you. Like, no, we are not a Rudy Gobert away from winning a title. I'm so wow. sorry. If you believe that, <laughs> I think you're a little crazy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it's hard. And I think we just need to be patient and continue building pieces, building good habits and building the pieces that you want, um, you know, to have a championship team. So yeah, that's, that's my thoughts on that. All right. Dwight, Dwight, you've been, been pensive over there. What, what you got? No, man. No, Jalen's my guy. I, I do think he has more. I, I think Jalen actually does have upside. Okay. But even if he fully actualizes that upside, it ain't going to be enough to be like, it, it just ain't enough. Um, dog, it's, there's two star teams that have a players like, you know, two all NBA guys, and that still ain't enough. You yep. know what I'm saying? So the ask Jalen Brunson to be an all NBA guy, I think he actually has, like, look, if Jalen just shoots and makes two or three more threes a game, that's 20 points a game. It's efficient. That's that's literally the only thing in his shot diet that he's not good at that he doesn't do. But at the same time, even if he does that, that's 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 not good enough to be the second best player. It could have been this year. Honestly, but I think this year was a very unique year. I don't think I, I don't think this is how the NBA is going to work moving forward. I think it, this was a very, very unique season. Yeah. Um, when I thought about this question, of course I had to think about this year. And the answer is, for me, I'll say the answer is yes, technically we could accidentally win with Jalen Brunson as the number two, but like optimally, no. And like, if I'm betting, no, like I'm not going to put us as an odds on favorite in any scenario with Jalen Brunson as the number two, like that's not something that's going to be on my mind. Like I'm going to be trying to figure out the perfect path, the path of least resistance to get that to happen in my head mentally with Jalen Brunson as the number two. Again, it could happen, you know, playoffs line up weird ways, injuries happen, all that good stuff. But if I'm thinking about those things to get to get me there, then clearly this, it, him as the number two is not something that, that I'm excited about as far as winning championships. Um, and uh, uh, the point that a lot of you guys brought up is something that I think other people on the timeline have been saying is, oh, we went to the conference finals. You know, we're just a piece away, this, that, and the third. That's the same trap that the Atlanta Hawks New York Knicks fell into of, Oh, we, we did this thing this year. This is our floor now. And we don't need to know for the Hawks in their situation. I can imagine they said, all these guys are young. They're going to get better. We're going to take another step next year. And that clearly did not occur at all. (laughs) They fell off a cliff. They, they got humbled. Um, You know, Oh, the, the, the regular season is boring to us. Well, that's all you did is play in the regular season. Um, and then you struggled at the end of the year to even get to the, the a good play in situation. It's don't don't do that to yourselves. We can't do that to ourselves. We could easily fall backwards. There are enough teams that are talent wise close to us to where if we don't consider where we can upgrade this roster, even if it it, it doesn't have to be stars, places where we can upgrade this roster, there's plenty uh, with affordable contracts around the Jalen Brunson situation to even put ourselves in position to be to stay where we are in the middle of the pack in the the western playoffs so yeah um again accidentally of course we could accidentally win with Jalen Brunson as number two if he continues to play like he did this year but it's not something that I would personally 
want to do, which brings me to the next, next. And I was going to be the last, but there was something that came up during this conversation that I'll, I'll come back to. Um, is he the optimal number two? I a hundred percent. No, not at all. I would sacrifice personally some offense to get a guy who's more defensive minded beside Luca. I would sacrifice. I would drop down and take a dude that's going to give me what's Jalen. We're going to say Jalen is an 18 point per game, 19 point per game guy next year. Um, I would sacrifice and take a 15 point per game guy. That's going to give me more size at the, at that, that place besides Luca. That's going to allow me to be more switchable on defense. That's not going to be a second guy. that teams can hunt on the other end of the ball. That's, that's, that's where I'm at with it personally, uh, as far as what the optimal number two looks like. So, so Josh Richardson. Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) Delon, right. Delon, right. (laughs) A couple questions before you. Is Josh Richardson an optimal, is a, a, come on, don't ask no questions like this. Is is, is he a 15 point per game guy? No, but I felt like no. what you're thinking is what the Mavs had in their head for the last couple seasons. We can't oh, look sacrifice. at the Rick Carlisle era. We got to look I know, at the I know, I know. System. But let me ask you this. <laughs> when you say next to Luka, do you mean literally in terms of backcourt? Or yes, yeah, backcourt, backcourt mate. That's what, okay. I, that's what I mean, so backcourt mate. Like, what's have, his backcourt mate look like? Okay, do you have a player in mind when you mentioned Not at all. Player? I haven't looked at it yet. Yeah, because I think that's kind of hard. Like yeah, Drew Holiday actually is closer to where Drew Holiday is going to average more than fourteen points per game. You won't have to sacrifice. Actually, Drew Holiday is much better than Jalen Brunson. I'm, yeah. I'm you're that's not that's sacrificing. That's <laughs> okay, I mean like his archetype as far as like a uh, guy that's a lockdown defender. Yeah, but I thought you that meant score from time to time. Like when you said like, sacrifice you, offense, I thought you said. I mean, like, but Drew Holiday is an all star. He's an offensive guy. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Who do you when you say sacrifice offense and you're talking I, about that? I'm sorry, team. I don't have a player in mind. Okay, like, I thought if you I'm did, building a player, if I'm building a player, I'm I'm building a guy who's not somebody you're necessarily gonna tell to uh, go carry an offense right for a night, but can score a little bit. Because I feel like guys like that aren't really shooting guards. Like, See, I have a controversial take. Yeah, you said that. Oh, I have a controversial take. You just said that. Oh, I was just about to say that I think team building gets so much easier if they move Luca's position. Like, Luca's, if they, like, if he, like, obviously he's going to have the ball. Like, he's going to be the primary ball handler. But if we're talking, like, the traditional positions, Mm -hmm. if you move them to the two, this shit gets so much easier. If you move them to the three, yeah, it's even easier, in my opinion. So yeah, you just said looking at him as a small forward person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you move into yeah. so if in your head, if he's the three, I think it gets so much easier to build this team. Because then because like Reese just said, the Mavs in their head, they for years they were trying to get in that two spot, get a defensive minded person that can maybe handle the ball some. And they Josh Richardson didn't work out. Delon Wright didn't work out. Brunson is kind of that pseudo guy, but he's missing, you know, the defense, <laughs> you know, the defense. So I just think it's going to be So you think it's a completely hard. different type of player then? No, I agree with the type of player you need, but I just think it's super okay. hard to get that player. Okay. So to remedy that, you just have to, I just think, like I said, he's always going to be the primary ball handler. Right. So his position doesn't really matter. He's already the defending forwards. So you might as well just have him as a three, fill out a real backcourt, like get a real backcourt. And so looking at two pieces. I'm looking at yeah, because yeah, I'm looking at two pieces, really. I like um, 
it depends like i said it just depends i feel like they team building gets easier if they move his position because you're not he's not defending guards so everything just gets a bit wonky because if you look in the playoffs or wings are defending guards especially if we're playing a team with a um strong backcourt so like the suns our wings were defending their guards you know their backcourt so now we're left with brunson on a bigger guy um when he technically should be defending the guards but you know obviously we want our wings on there so i just think it gets um it, it is tricky yeah, so if you move him to his rightful position, the matchups get much easier in terms of who you put him on so that the defensive schemes aren't hunting him as much. I was thinking it gets much easier. So that's a whole separate to, he doesn't have to be at the point guard position to, exactly. to be the, the, the primary ball handling. Exactly. We watch, LeBron, we watch LeBron do it for yeah. LeBron. But the problem that's think, Luca though. Daniel Gibson was bringing the ball up the court. <laughs> exactly. But that's a part of Luca though. He's gonna have to change because even when like even when he got to um to, to the league didn't he like not make a stink but wasn't he like kind of like i want to play point guard they had him yeah, kinda, he was like, drafted as a small forward right as a small just, forward yeah i thought he was drafted like as a two no, i think he was i thought it was a two as well yeah they had him as like a two they might have had him as a two three two three oh, okay. yeah. yeah but i remember him i remember the, I, I don't know where to find out where he said it but i remember him like specifically saying like i i'm a point guard <laughs> like i want to play yeah. point guard i know personally in my scout report i was like i optimally he's a point guard like yeah if he's if you're putting him off the ball you're wasting his talents optimally lamar odom was a point guard uh, he was ahead of his time <laughs> yeah i just think he's a he's a point forward that might need to um to to play the the forward spot like to technically you know play the forward spot just to get team building easier like he's going to be a you know ball handler but just to get the team but granted this is a different separate conversation so i want to derail this but yeah. like I just think if you keep him like as a point guard and you're trying to build from, oh, okay, we're going to need a shooting guard, you know, small forward, powerful. I think it gets harder that way as opposed to if he's a, you know, if you're looking at him as a three or even a two, then you just need the point guard and then, you know, the forwards. So, so we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I was going to say, so we all agree that Jalen Brunson is probably not that that optimal no, point no. guard even in Wasn't that scenario. Anthony Edwards, a point guard in college. No. no. <laughs> I thought he was a three, wasn't he? He, wasn't he was a three. three. He was a three yeah. in college. I might be thinking about somebody else. Then. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Um. So, defensive-minded point guard? Is that what you're looking at? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Someone to guard those point guards so that – or wings yeah. can guard wings. <laughs> What's all your mind, Reese? Patrick Beverly would be nice if Luca was a small forward. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, really, for real. Like, yeah. no, really. <laughs> Patrick Beverly, yeah. Marcus Smart. I mean, he well, has Marcus been doing a slurp job all across the media. Whoa, that, that, what? That, that ship sailed on. Whoa, Marcus Smart, yeah. what'd you just say? I said Patrick yeah. Beverly has been doing a slurp job all across media. All right, so ask your question. <laughs> all right, so last question, and this was this this Dwight kind of triggered this one. Um. Jalen Brunson decides to leave. Where does that leave us? Well, Spencer Dinwiddie is our starting two guard. We can't. There's nothing. Nah, I think Tim starts. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's 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 true. That's unfortunate. I mean, again, I haven't looked at like the the free agent situation. I mean, I don't, even, I don't even know who you would. There's no shot creators. There's not even bootleg shot creators. There's no league. shot creators in free agency to get yeah. at least. We'd have to trade if if he walks. Yeah. We'd have to do some big trades in terms like Tim has to go. We have I to get. Trade, <laughs> I think that 
I, I don't even want to say a trade is possible. I think it's possible to maybe trade for a ball handler, but you will have to choose because maybe they want to use the um the trade exception mm. and the draft pick that we have together mm. to go and get a guy. Mm-hmm. We've been thinking maybe they want to do it to get a, a center, a rim protector. Maybe they have to make a choice at that point. Do we go get a rim protector? Well, actually, the draft is before free agency because the saying, NBA is stupid. So uh, you would have to that that option ain't gonna be there. That that's that's, that's not an option. You'd have to mind. pre you have to pre predict that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which is again Oof. another reason why even doing the Dinwiddie trade was a big deal. Because yeah. if we don't have Dinwiddie and Jalen Brunson walks, we are fucked. Fucked. <laughs> like but it's also are... better because you have contracts. Granted, Davis Berton's contract is ridiculous. But maybe <laughs> there's a team that'll eat it. I'm not going to lie. I think he showed that he can get some NBA minutes. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, thought, I thought Davis was headed towards buyout land. Uh, <laughs> in, Close. In Washington, real talk. But now yeah. I think he's a bad contract, but. I think he's getting clocked for anybody now. Yeah, he's a I serviceable think, NBA player. Like you teams will probably think, you know, uh, this is the goddamn wasteland for bad contracts. But hey, if OKC trying to, <laughs> if OKC need a shooter, uh, he know, will fit them. They, I think. I think OKC's done off that now. Yeah, Shay's so Shay's um, max just kicked in. I don't think they doing the whole. Man. At least the the whole horrible horrible contracts type shit. Until like, until the draft. They got like they can eat thirty million dollars of bad money, but once the uh, after the draft, it's over. They actually don't have cap space no more, and they can't keep playing with my boy. Like get that man yeah. an actual roster. I'm I'm tired of seeing him in in the doldrums of the NBA. Uh, <laughs> get get Mache a team. I'm trying to see him compete. They trying to build something, man. They not trying. They to playing just... games. Ain't nobody got time they, for that. They, I think Shea's gone actually soon. You think so? You think I think he's soon. Yeah, because there was a quote that no one paid attention to because no one was watching OKC ball. <laughs> but I was, honestly, embarrassingly, I liked them. <laughs> but there was a quote that went under the radar. Um, I think someone asked, a reporter asked Shay, like, um, you know, you've been playing off ball a lot more. Like, you know, how is that? And Shay was pretty much like, this is not my plan A. <laughs> he was like, yeah. I'm not oh, really yeah. feeling this. Josh Giddy. Yeah, with Josh, Josh Giddy. not about to play off ball. So. And Josh Giddy can't play off ball. He actually, he's not great off ball. Um, Shay yeah. can, but he wants, you know, he's going to want the ball, especially since OKC sucks. So I think, granted, they, they're cool. I think they can try to make it work. But when you, you know, when you have young players and, you know, you're trying to, young guards, young ball handlers, you're trying to help mm-hmm. them grow. I think it might just get to a point where um, you just have to trade one of them. And I think OKC would much rather um, trade Shea and reset their timeline, mm-hmm. um, especially since they have so many picks, than to, you know, trade Giddy since he's younger. And so yeah. that's my hot – I don't know if it's a hot think, or whatever. No, yeah, but, I think yeah. That, that that conversation did come up. I didn't know it came from a Shea quote, but I knew that there was a conversation about them not being able to play together. And – Personally, I think they sh- they could, but I also understand they're both young guy- young guards trying to make their name, figure out who they are, and it's hard to tell one both of them. Hey, if you if you just relax and take turns being the guy with the ball in your hands, we can win at this age. Like maybe in five ten years, they're gonna look back and say, "Damn, we could have worked together very well if we were just patient." But that you can't tell that to a young guy trying to make his name in the league. 
Um, I personally, in my head, I had done a, a shade for Donovan type package, but uh, <laughs> it's crazy you just said that because I don't know if y'all. I just saw this. There's like breaking news right now. Um, I did not see anything from Woj. He says Donovan Mitchell is described as unsettled and unnerved at um Quinn Snyder's departure because he doesn't know what it means for the franchise so it's oh, funny you just said yeah he's gonna uh, use that as an excuse for the oh, trade request so you might be on to something bibs hey, I need to see that Shea Gobert pick and roll I need that in my life oh my somebody gonna quote tweet and say in other words Donovan Mitchell wants to have a significant say who the next Jazz's head coach is that's what you took from that bro <laughs> Okay. Man, I, I need to, the Jazz all season is gonna be fun to watch. I, I'm just gonna is. say that. That's I, the, I, I I've Bojan. never thought I'd say something like that. <laughs> it's gonna be some sales going on. Um, man, did I? I think we. Anybody else have anything they wanted to say about the idea of Jalen Brunson leaving us? I think we we all have realized it would be a very very bad day in Dallas. I mean, I guess to to finish the statement about what you said, like what what would they do basically if he walked i think what they would do uh, there's nothing they can do this offseason like you you just have to get on your knees and apologize to luca um and say look a year or two down the line like dwight said i think we'll have a max two years down the line if he's gone uh you just have to plan ahead there's nothing you can do this offseason you gotta take that out on the chin uh, fill spots where you can as far as the roster we got the six million dollar taxpayers uh mle we got the draft pick uh, we got the trade exception you, you make something work where you can and you hope to build down the line like granted he's still young he's under contract for a while regardless of people panicking i don't see luca going anywhere anytime soon so no yeah i think what it comes down to with now to break put a nice bow on the the conversation we have to pay Jalen Brunson we have to pay Jalen Brunson we may not win a championship next year with Jalen Brunson may not win the, the year after with Jalen Brunson may not win one at all may may not by the time this contract is up but he's a nice stopgap to keep us competitive right now and kick the can down the road on trying to get us guy it may it may not happen this year. It may not happen this season. It may not happen next season. But two three years down the line, it could happen this season. I won't even say two three years down the line. After the contract is signed, after the ink is dry, after we go into the next season, guys are gonna start to be uncomfortable in their situations, and there's gonna be an optimal guy out there. Whether it's we trade Jalen Brunson or we trade some of these other pieces. There's going to be another guy we can get to take us to that next level. But for the time being, when it comes to Jalen Brunson, give him the 25 M's, let's keep it rolling. And it is what it is. Like, there's, this is the situation we're in. Um, I think Nico is going to do some interesting things this offseason to help us bolster what we have. Uh, I think Jason Kidd's system is a lot easier. The, the, getting KP out, first of all, and seeing how Jason Kidd's system works gives me a better vision for what building this team out looks like. And as they've already stated themselves, and I was, I was, and this was in my mind already, but they've now it's on the record. They aren't looking for superstars necessarily. They don't think that we need superstars necessarily. And I agree. Yeah. Jinx, you owe me a soda. 
I'll I'll get you a soda. What what you need? That 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 Dr. Pep? Oh no, you need that bold ginger ale. That ain't soda. That's Madison. (laughs) Um, That's acid, is what it is. We'll talk. Yeah. All right. But uh, yeah, I think it doesn't have to be expensive, and I'm I'm excited for the future. Period. But uh, again, getting Jalen Brunson that contract is number one before we decide what this future even looks like. And it's a scary one because at the end of the day, nobody knows what the hell is in his brain. And we don't know what kind of conversation he's going to have with another team if, if it comes up to it. We didn't even mention the fact that his dad is primed to get a job with the New York Knicks. <laughs> Granted, I said on the timeline, I don't think he's that type of dude that's like, oh, I want to go play while my dad is coaching. But you right. never know. Yeah. I don't think, they, I don't think uh, after what happened with Austin Rivers... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think nobody's playing for their dad on purpose. Well, Doc Rivers was the head coach. Yeah, but you know, Jay, oh, y'all paid him all this money. He ain't that good. Now you're giving him, especially uh, yeah. a ball hog like Julius Randle. You know, RJ Baird trying to get that back, too. They're going to be looking at Jay a little last with the side eye. That's tough. And all of them need the ball. Yeah, that would be, that would yeah. get quick if things are, if they are winning. If I will add one last thing. Good. A lot of people talk about a sign and trade. If he decides to go somewhere, uh, first of all, the teams that can really offer him a lot of money to have cap space is very slim. So if there's a team that's competing and he wants to get it back there, they they say, oh, sign and trade. Well, let's look at the history of signing trades. Okay, we're not really going to get much back like this signing trade thing. This is like, all right, well, this is a favor. He wants to come here anyway. So you'll get a little something in return, but it's not going to be nearly as equal value. This is not you're a regular It's not a regular Jimmy trade. Butler to Josh Richardson. <laughs> KD to D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> like <laughs> We might get Gabe Vincent. I mean, for real. <laughs> like, if we're being honest. Is there a scenario uh, where he Jimmy wants Hayes it? from the jury? <laughs> is that, I, I'm not even going to think about we that. We might get Emmanuel quickly. Some people might like that. I was about to say, like, hold up. What was I going to say? Is there a scenario where he wants a sign and trade to go down so he can go to a certain place and we say no? I think the only way that happens is if he goes somewhere that doesn't have the cap space. And if we say no, that's just being petty and he could just sign somewhere that has the cap space and now we lose for nothing. Gordon Hayward? What? Like yeah. Gordon Hayward did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you were saying sure. a return for... I'm he wanted to go to Indiana. And yeah, and they wasn't trying to do it. Yeah. yeah. And so he said, fuck y'all, I'm going to Charlotte then. Yep. No, they could have had Miles Turner for free. But yeah. I guess that was... They ended up working out because they drafted Rob Williams. And here they are. So... The Jalen Brunson situation has been a, a big stressor in my life personally, recently. <laughs> um... Like even during the playoffs, I was like, "Damn, they're gonna, they're gonna, that that temptation to be the guy." There, there it goes. Oh so, yeah. I uh, hope he ain't got that temptation. Now, yes. mentally, I mean, as far as statements he's put out, he seems to be comfortable not being the guy with his statements. Or is that the political? This is what I'm supposed to say. Like, I think realistically, like, you can look at it both ways. What, where is he gonna go and be the guy? Not necessarily the guy, yeah. but the guy with the ball in his hands, like the. Where the is leader. he? I, I don't even. I don't think there's. Any, I don't. Detroit. K. Don't have that ball. K. York. Even if they get rid of Julius Randle, R. J. Barrett is gonna have the ball a lot. Even Orlando. Yeah. 
They might have a ball with had Cole Anthony with the ball. If it's Paul, if they draft Paolo number one, he gonna have. Oh, a ball I, I keep forgetting about that. Yeah. I don't think Jalen wants to just go to a gutter team just yeah, to have the ball. So I don't think he's that kind of player. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like he wants to win. He wants to win. Yeah. He wants to play in the playoffs. Yeah, he wants to play in the playoffs. He's not going to a Orlando, just, you know, just to get sad. <laughs> I was just naming it like yeah, yeah, the yeah. only teams that got cap space. Exactly, right, right. San Antonio is maybe the only like yeah. one that you can maybe you know look Dejante at. Got the ball in his hand. I, he does, but um, he got like fifteen wings that I. Would... <laughs> Oh, yeah, cool. but oh, that's cool. the only place. Honestly, yeah, San Antonio is the only place I'm like, like worried about. And the cap space teams, I should say, right. out of the cap space teams that I'm worried about because, yes, he'll play behind Dejounte, but you could still sell him on a oh, you're the second option kind of role. Yeah. Um, depending on what they do, who they draft, all that, they could still be competitive. You know, playing kind of competitive, so you could sell him on that. But I'm not worried about any of those other teams. Like, he's playing behind someone. Like you said, um, Dwight, he's playing behind someone anywhere he goes. So right. you're either going to play behind a top five player in the league or you want to play behind <laughs> a top 25 player in the league. Yeah. That's It's up to you, Jalen. So. On the cool, man, that interview, like the way Rick Brunson talked about Jason Kidd, I don't think Jalen going nowhere. Like, he, just the way he said what uh, uh, Jason Kidd did for Jalen Brunson's game, man, I don't think that dude's going nowhere. I really don't. I don't think and so. all the all the reporting is that him and Jason Kidd are tight, and I don't think he passing that up to go to go nowhere else. I if just we don't. still have Rick Carlisle, I'll be pissing my pants. Oh, he'd be gone. Oh. I, I, I do not think he would come back. I really do not. No, Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd has done everything right, I would say, as far as Jalen Brunson is concerned. I think that being able to learn from a, a Hall of Fame point guard, regardless, is valuable to Jalen Brunson. Because, again, when this contract is up, he's still going to be uh, in his best years. Yeah. And if at that point in time, if we haven't won a championship or now teams are looking at him to be that guy, like maybe he does take a couple more steps forward. Uh, as a player and maybe him and Luca, you know, at this point it's, it, or maybe we won a championship or two and he's like, Hey, this ain't a dynasty necessarily. Maybe it's time for Jalen Brunson to go have Jalen Brunson time. Like he can still do that in four or five years. He'll still be young enough to do that in four or five years. So I, I, I agree. I think the, the value play on his part is to stay. I, I don't, I can't look at something that's going on with him here that would make him say, I got to go. Uh, personally, but uh, as long as it's a possibility, I gotta I gotta stress about it a little bit. Uh, but I think we've been here for about an hour and a half or so. I went longer than I expected. <laughs> I, I, I told you. I, I told you. You're right. <laughs> um, man, this has been a great conversation. I think I, I've enjoyed this a lot. Um, I think some stuff that I hadn't thought about came up during this conversation. Uh, some places my mind hadn't gone yet we had to go um it's going to be fun to watch um how the offseason plays out as a whole obviously we all want Jalen Brunson back <laughs> obviously that's the optimal result and then what happens around that that's the part that, that gets fun but um until that ink is dry ooh we it's going to be a fun offseason you have any parting thoughts um like I said, it's going to be a fun off season. <laughs> uh, I think just 
Man, it makes it really tough, the fact that the draft is for free agency for this specific situation. So I think that's when we're going to start seeing some movement on draft night. Okay. Uh, Even if a guard falls to the Mavericks at 26 and they draft him, and the word is going to be immediately, are they preparing for Jalen Brunson to walk? Like, imagine if... Actually, I would fucking love this. Imagine if Jaden Hardy falls 26 to the Dallas Mavericks. And they draft Jaden Hardy. All we're going to hear about is, is this the replacement for Jalen Brunson? Could be, though. Don't play with me, Reese. In five years, maybe. Jaden Hardy not no damn. Come on. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. If the Knicks clear our cap space the night of the draft, I'm gonna need to start taking blood pressure medication. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it real. So. That's that's the that's the main one for me. That's the main one because that's the closest one that gets him to a lead ball handler role, a playoff team. Even if he's not the guy, he's the lead ball handler. He's the the face of it, the Chauncey Billups, if you will, of the situation. He's got an R.J. Barrett. He's got a Randall, potentially. Um, that is the one for me as well that I'm keeping a close eye on. Not because of his dad or anything like that, but just because I I could see it making sense to, in his head. I'm about to, I'm about to like, destroy the multiverse right now, right? Oh, <laughs> Say Chris Paul retires, right? <laughs> and they do a sign and trade with DeAndre Ayton and Jalen Brunson. You know, been, I mean, people are talking about I don't know if it'll work logistically, but I'll do it. I uh, say, like, on paper? Like, if I if I have to not consider the logistics of like, yeah. if we're talking just basketball, yeah. I'm 100% in. Like, you yeah, have no hesitation. I, I, I think I'm driving people to the airport on the <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, if, if we're going to lose them regardless. Cool. And we get DeAndre Ayton back, I'll be like, I can live with it. Come I think on. DeAndre Ayton is already a really good center. And I'm throwing his Xbox or PlayStation in the river. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I think he can be so much more. Yeah, I, and that's where, in my head, an optimal, an optimal number two guy next to Luca is a big. That's not happening. I'm that is accepted. I disagree. I'm saying, like, as far as building out a roster, I'm looking Luca, big man. And I'm I, wouldn't say he's, I wouldn't say he's the optimal big next to Luka at all. I'm not saying eight is so. necessary. Oh, I thought that. Okay, that's what I thought you. No, I'm saying like, the optimal player next to Luka is a big like man. a guy that doesn't need the ball in his hands necessarily to be happy. Oh no, I don't. I, I disagree. I still disagree. I think it's. I think you go wing, just because you can have like if we're talking when you say the next like next guy next to Luka, I'm thinking second star type guy. The only second star, like stars that are bigs, are you know the guys on their team, you know the Joels and the, and the Jokic's, all that. So I'm looking at the wings. I get what you mean about the you know guys now needing the ball, right? Um, but I just think what describe that wing though. The, like, well, who's the wing type? That's the type? thing. Like, like <laughs> if like a Jalen Brown type is like the like yeah. that mold is like the perfect you know mold can play on off the ball um you know can defend uh shoot you know all that yeah um 
Middleton, like those kind of guys are the okay. perfect okay. wings to me. Um, just a big to me in the Luca area, you could go to me, you have to have, uh, I think the white said it on our pod, you, like to have just a chest of bigs, I think in the Luke, like with Luca, you kind of need that. Like you're going to like need your rim thing. runners. Yeah. So you're going to need your rim runners. You know, you're going to need your stretch bigs, you know, for the situations and those guys don't need the ball anyway. Um, so I just think you can always go like relatively cheap. You know, with center position, and uh, granted, I'm I won't say no to Aiton. I would never say no to Aiton, <laughs> but um, just as us, if if we're bringing him to be our second option, if we're talking titles, I don't know about that. Like, I think Aiton can be a second option, but like in Detroit, <laughs> you know, like like on a team like that, like that's not, not trying to team, not on a championship. No, I just my basketball philosophy. I just I I don't I think the league that. is moving that way where your big is your second option, especially a big, it's, it's just my philosophy. Yeah, I, so, I won't get so too much into it, but my yeah. philosophy is go against the grain and change the change, change what the, the league is doing. Like if you do something different than what everybody else is trying to do and you win, you change what everybody else is trying to do. Yeah. I just That's fair. That's fair. I, in this past playoffs, I, I've soured a little bit on eight and yeah, that me type too. of guy. Um, I, th- I think it's just because we played them. Uh, I you think he, it was just he, us. I think I it's think the fact it that we had us. no size and we punked at yeah. it. Yeah, like, it, it, it yeah. shouldn't have been allowed to happen. Is what like yeah. there's a yep. waffle colored Negro in Indiana right now that would have been like so perfect next to Luka Doncic if we was able to trade up for his ass, man. Yeah. I would love Tyrese Halliburton so bad. I, we- I would I would pack Jalen Brunson's bags myself if we had Tyrese Halliburton. He does everything Jalen does, but better, and he's taller, and he can play off the ball. That's again, that's what I kind of want as a, a guy. But you know, we we can't we can't we can't just create a player. Out of the window pass. We missed the, yeah. the. Honestly, I always say it. Anything could be traced back to that 2019 draft. Just that whole situation. I think this situation too. Got traced back to that. Like, if we had a pick in that draft, if we just took that um, Baysmore bad contract deal from Atlanta mm. when we did the Luca pick, and if we had a pick in that 2019 draft, I sincerely believe that we could have at least gotten someone that would have been helping us now in the playoffs, really helping us. Mm. Like that draft wasn't like OD, but it, it had good role players yeah. in it, and I feel like most teams like we're naming players from teams that they drafted them. <laughs> they drafted them, and we kept giving away picks. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, and it's it sucks for Nico to have to come into this situation yeah. where he's kind of backed into a corner on what he can do in the short term. Like, he, he has to have long-term plans versus short-term plans as far as building a championship roster. Uh, Dwight, do you have any? Dwight or SJ at all, do you have any party yeah. thoughts before we get up out of here? What I say is even if we pay Jalen $25 million, we got like $23 million in expiring contracts this summer. Um, we got shit, 30 next summer. So I don't think this roster is, is locked in. Is, like we're not getting a star this summer right? If once we bring Jalen back, but I don't think we are locked in with any of these guys. And even if we won the championship, our bigs are about to be they're getting old and they're about to expire uh-huh. so the roster is going to be in flux no matter what we can't be 
the Portland Trailblazers, the 2019 Portland Trailblazers, even if we want to be. It's because these dudes' contracts is about to be up. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I was in my head during this whole podcast, I was like, man, I really don't want us to turn out like the Blazers, but that's a good point. Yeah. SJ? Yeah, I mean, I pretty much agree with um, everything everyone said. Um, yeah, we're not locked in. We just have to be patient. My my word of advice to everyone is it's hard. I know it's hard, especially since we <laughs> just came off a Western Conference Finals run. You want to keep improving. You want to get to that next stage, but it's hard. It's really hard, um, despite whatever you think and how good you think Luka is. It's hard. So we just have to be patient because there's really no precedent um, for the situation that we're in. And if you look at the closest precedent, you're not going to like it. <laughs> um, and again, stay tuned for more on that. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's just what I think. And I think to close that out, my biggest fear for this upcoming season is I do think we'll make some changes. I do think we'll make some upgrades even. I think we'll have a better team overall next year. Um, and maybe we don't make it back to the Western Conference Finals. And people seeing that as a failure, like that's that's my fear because I don't I wouldn't necessarily see it as a failure unless we lose to a team that's not as good as us. Right. Um, I still think we should have a second round talent roster, but again, like like the past couple of years when we lost to the Clippers, if it was almost any other team, we probably could have won. But Kawhi was on Michael Jordan time. Like we, what are we supposed to do with that, man? Like. I don't. I think somebody posted it the other day. Like, what was he? Seventy-two percent efficiency and forty-five points. Like, come on, man. Like, what? What are we doing? Like, what? Uh, all jumpers. <laughs> yeah, like he was just pulling up middies like all day. Like, what are we? What are we supposed to do against that? No, he was hitting step back threes. <laughs> like Kawhi don't even hit step back threes. <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah, and and people looked at that as you know, oh, Luca can't get out the first round. It's like you can't get caught up in the narratives. You can't get caught up in those goofy ass conversations. If you watch the games, you saw that that's not what it was. And if we don't make it to the Western Conference Finals again next year, it's not because our team is worse. It's not because we took a step back. It's just the way the matchups fell. It's just the way the situations played out. But as far as building out the team, again, I trust Nico. Um, I feel like there's very easy spots for us to fill and get better. Um, I'm personally very excited about the future right now. More excited than I've been in the past 10 years, which is weird to say. But not having not having a situation where we're banking on being able to sign a big name free agent and knowing that that's not even something that's a possibility to think about or consider gives me comfort somehow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think we've been here long enough. Unless somebody has something that they really need to get off their chest before we get up out of here, I'm going to close it out. I do, man. I do. Um, I want to give y'all a shout out. Um, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I think in the mass Twitter space, as far as uh, the people with melanin, I think you two boys kind of started this wave. Honestly, our podcast only exists because y'all had invited us together on a podcast a year ago and it just became a thing. Um, you look at Rolo Jazz and Jose, um, I, I think we all kind of come to the same click. And um, hell, a year ago, SJ didn't want to do a pod. She was on NBC Sports <laughs> yesterday. You know what I'm saying? So just seeing the growth, seeing y'all get the sponsors, it's real talk, man. Thank y'all, and keep doing y'all thing, man. Seriously, everybody. Y'all, 
you two Reese, like this is this has been a cool journey to kind of see it from the I mean literally see it from the beginning. It's it's cool. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Definitely, definitely. Um and again I'm enjoying I'm enjoying it too because as much as you know, people talked about needing more melanated content out there, and you know, me and Reese being able to come together and, and kind of start that wave, I enjoy listening to other melanated people yeah. too. Like I, yeah. I can't just listen to myself. So like, yeah, I don't like doing that. <laughs> like going, <laughs> going back to like again, y'all seeing y'all's growth over the, the past year since y'all started up has been fun. Um, I, like I said, y'all are one of the podcasts I regularly listen to on purpose. Uh, I, a lot of those other ones I can't listen to like at all like i'll play for like five minutes i'll hear some bullshit and be like man fuck this i'm out <laughs> i got to go um so again I, I enjoyed as well being able to hop in 77 spaces with rolling jazz and them and, and and not have to carry the space like the hosting space and stuff is i can't i don't think i, I can't can do, do it, it. i'm still oh, coming I, back i said it on the part i hate that shit yeah i don't think i'm coming back to that so again it's 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 been fun to watch uh the growth i think we talked about it in the 100th episode as well yeah we did like uh, finding more of us out there on the timeline and and kind of shaping and taking over the the Mavs conversations on the timeline has been fun to watch. Definitely. But uh, thank y'all for coming on for sure. Um, I'm sure this won't be the last time at all. Uh, this will be fun. I'll get this this chopped up and edited and put out before midnight, most likely. Um. And I'll ask y'all off air. Uh, there's a question I'll ask y'all. But until next time, this has been the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. Joined by 2170, 21 going on 77 crew. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Reese, you think because we got video, you ain't got to audibly say, okay. Mm-hmm.